Welcome to the Clicking Balls podcast. This one we are wrapping up round five, the extended round of the AFL. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is a highlight of the week. So, Brenton, what was your highlight of the week? I was definitely having five days of football in the round. It was, I feel like it's completely reasonable to start drinking in the afternoon <laughs> on a lot of weekdays, so it's like an excuse for alcoholism. So it was exciting to have five days of something to watch. So, I, I know, like... We've said with the Thursday ones, it's a little bit weird. You like, kind of go, oh, yeah, yeah, footy's on yeah. tonight. Yeah. Um, but this week, like when Monday came around, I'm like, footy's on tonight? Yeah. yeah. I could watch some footy. It kind <laughs> of um, remind me of, or didn't remind me, but it's what it'd be like if uh, you actually had like NBA here or something where you can watch a game pretty much every day. Every night of the week, yeah. yeah. And mm. it's the best of the best, whereas here, obviously, our basketball shit. But um, yeah, so it's good to be able to back that up with playoffs. Watch playoffs in the morning, then watch footy at night. It's perfect. Decent action. Got got some work done in the in the meantime. I could not tell you when the NBL season runs. Uh, No, finished yeah a month ago, I think. I used to know because I've forgotten who won. I used to know because the owner of uh, Melbourne Tigers used to come in and, and. Gambler Crown. <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> I remember so was, I used to hate when the season was over because he'd come here and start gambling. Like, oh, fuck, season's finished. I remember it was Adelaide and another team in the final series this year. And if, if you Adelaide say lost. so, it's most likely Perth. They I always, think it was Perth. They always seem to be in the finals. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and your beer of the week, since we remembered? Uh, we're going to go, yeah. I forgot last time, but uh, we got a few different things coming up. We're going to do some video stuff. But this week, it's a Kasha Corbin D uh, double IPA. A real nice full body. One out of Sydney. So I think, figure... Not much good coming out of city at the moment, so may as well drown the sorrows with a bit of a kasha. Good dudes, little little small place up there. So don't know what you're talking what, about. What the fuck is a four and one? I don't know. But it's, a, it's a spray, isn't it? No, I got no idea. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see the cans. I see it over tap. So yeah, fuck knows what it looks like. <laughs> and Josh, you got a highlight of the week? Um, well, two actually. Uh, Garner, his screamer, which uh, I thought was uh, absolute highlight for yeah. uh, a game that didn't have many of them oh, and the it's, fact he, he tapped um, Sandlin's on the head <laughs> just to let him know that oi mate uh, you know I'm here to play I, I saw the top of it yep that's uh, the second best mark of the weekend not a bad one. Oh, come on he had, <laughs> he had it on tap he was hosed I think the only game that played under the roof wasn't it so it was <laughs> the wet um, and the other one being that uh, Collingwood lost so just in general it's always yeah well, I've got a I've got a uh, flare bet going that Buckley won't last till round 17 um, Ooh, I, I think nice I've, line. I think yeah. I've set my line pretty well because yeah. if he if he lasts beyond fifteen, he'll probably go the season. Yeah, but yep. uh, seventeen, I think, is about when with five batches to go, they start going. All right, caretaker coach time. Let's put someone else in, and uh, we'll go uh, looking around for a bloke that we've already. Found I like anyway. that line. Did you have to negotiate that yeah. line or uh, like no? Chinese betting. No, I, I I arrogantly stepped out and say he won't last the season, and someone else has gone. Oh, he'll last a fair chunk of it, and I've thrown in oh, around seventeen. And then, so just uh, on a whim. <laughs> yeah, just pretty much. Okay. I, I wish I put as much oh, thought oh, into it now that I can to justify no, that. No, don't put thought into anything because you're <laughs> kicking goals without putting any thought into it. <laughs> but um, I, I think that's the time where sort of all the puzzles start, uh, pieces start moving, all the puzzles. So you, yeah. you find the lay of the land and who's really available and who's uh, not. Unless so. they're really bad because I think Malthouse got sacked in round eight or something. Yeah, yeah. But that was, he, he should have got sacked before round Let, one. Yes, to be honest, and yeah. he wasn't really beloved. No. Well, they loved him when he took Daisy away from there, so got rid of the shit. <laughs> yeah, Collingwood <laughs> loved him, not yeah. Carlton, unfortunately. Yep. Um, well, my highlight, and this is weird, all three of us have picked football highlights, which yeah. probably says yeah, not I much usually try to make a point not to do a football one, because <laughs> most people listen to watch football anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, and the next half an hour is about footy. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to go for the simple uh, Ruffy kicking goal number 500. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Everyone's banged on about you know everything he's gone through and he's come back. Um, not to just play again, because I thought he might have been doing a McCartney. Yeah. You know, play the one and done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, got made captain. He finally gets to sing the song, and he's yeah. kicked uh, goal number 500 on the same weekend that Buddy kicks 800. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, not a bad little uh, little effort. Yeah, but with the Sydney cost of living allowance, that's more like, it's six, like uh, 600 Melbourne. Yeah, exactly, 600 odd Melbourne. So what, it, what would he actually do if he couldn't play football? Like, see, do you know if he's got any skills or anything else, or is he pretty much fucked? He's Rubber. a redhead, so. I would say he's an ugly motherfucker. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he seems pretty cluey. So I, I have no um, idea what qualifications he's got, but all the players tend to get some level of qualification these days. Uh, yeah, I've got a feeling like not football. Because yeah. you, you've got to say, what do they do? They go coach, media, or something entirely yep. different. Chicken cancer's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think he'll go into coaching. He just doesn't seem the type. And yeah. I've seen him on the footy show, and even he, like, I remember one episode of the footy show, right yeah. at the end, he's on, I've been shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I reckon as well, like, sort of being on the brink of, well dying would uh, give you a different perspective on life as well so maybe you're like eh, there's actually more I want to do outside of football uh, well he could be say uh, a corporate ambassador for say Peter Mac or yeah definitely yeah, that kind of definitely um, yeah something like that maybe or maybe he's I don't know got an architect's fucking degree he or something could be fucking genius, genius, very well. to be honest, yeah. who knows? he could be he's probably not <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway so we might as well talk about the footy then the, the, the oh, long the long week of footy that it was. Um, and if you cast your mind back all the way to Friday, uh, we had Port Adelaide giving the absolute towel up to Carlton. Um, I was very happy with this because I put um, the tips in. I was talking to somebody just before I left work. Yeah. And I went, oh, it might be close, you know. Carlton might thump. I was like, geez, mate, it's, it's going to be north of 80. Yep. And then yeah. I looked at my tips and I'd pick the margin like 40. I said, well, I better put my money where my mouth is. Change the margin to 80-odd. Well, it's, yeah. it's easy to be confident against a team that's interstate because you've got no supporters that are really going to mm. give it back to you. So, well, and, and Carlton had outs before they went in, including yeah. uh, Cruiser, who's been playing all yeah. right this year. Yeah. Um, so they're always going to struggle, but it was yeah, it got embarrassing towards towards the end. No, I was the same. I, t- I went to the tipping software we use, the website, ESPN or whatever it is, and then it lets you go like... Uh, 10, 25, 50. And then you've got to enter it after that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I reckon it's going to be on 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go 80. Yeah. And in the end, I, I undersold. Yeah, I'm going to say it was 90 in the end. The thing is, there are lots of standout performance for Port, but it's really hard to really give it too much credit when you're playing Carlton. Well, was it the yeah. third quarter where Robbie Gray kicked three goals, four or something yeah. stupid like yeah. that? It's almost the best quarter of a player ever. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you just say that he kicked five goals, that sounds, oh, that's a good effort for Robbie Gray. Yeah. He kicked four behinds as well. You're like, yeah. holy shit, you're playing Carlton. You should have done better than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, it didn't really get out of first gear for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I feel we... like the, the bag of goals, uh, the standard for a bag of goals is lowered these days. Like, it's around five or six. Yeah, if you get yeah. five, that's a handful. That's, that's, yeah. that's heaps. So there are a few this round, which was exciting. Yeah. Um, Ollie Wines with 35. Yeah. yeah, that's and what I was going to say. There's a few of the players around Robbie Gray that have started to... Jackson get... Trango got a few off-field touches too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a few of the players that have started to rise to um, complement Robbie Gray. Because yep. we said before, he's thinking too fast for them and moving too fast for yeah. them. He's far yeah. too good. Well, Ollie Wines has been injured there. as well. He's had some injury issues. So he's, when... he's still played most of last year. Yeah. Uh, not... He's been on a steady development curve though. He's um, always been improving this year. Yeah. I, I think he's outstanding to be honest. Uh, there are I think a lot of when, people when he and Gray are in sync, they're fucking tough to beat. Yeah, it's just um, look at the other team in sync with Gray because mm. it tends to be. I, I would bet that he would make a great coach. He seems to have that uh, vision. You know what I mean, Robbie Gray? Yeah, I don't know. I, I reckon he might be one of those ones that um, he's demands the players be like him. Yeah, and, and you know, like Larry Bird was never yeah. a good coach. Because <laughs> yep. He's like, just do this. Well, I can't. Well, I fucking could. <laughs> yeah. I still can. Here you go. Yeah. It could be. Um, I don't know. Um, but 
Yeah, it was uh, pedestrian, um, I think, uh, from from port for most of it. But Casbolt uh, took some nice grabs yeah. and started to kick a few straight. That's Four been, one. Like, that's yeah. the best return I've seen from him. That's been one shining light for Carlton to hang their hat on as well. Is uh, finally got someone up there who's going to hit goals, but that's to keep it consistent as well. With well, Cruiser out hurt, though, Paddy Ryder killed him in the ruck. Oh, always going to. 6-11, sorry, uh, Carlton kicked, and Caswell gets 4-1 of them. So right. I, I, you'd say he's done his job. I've, I've looked it up, not to embarrass, because you know we always talk shit and yep. pull, pull stats out of our ass. How many games do you reckon Ollie played last year? Seven. Over or under, Josh? Over or under or seven? Uh, over. Yeah, 22. He played all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think the year before he was pretty injured, though. <laughs> Vic bias this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a Vic boy too, isn't he? Because he was uh, Jack Viney's mate. Ah, was he really? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And Melbourne uh, missed the chance on him. But you imagine those two running in the midfield together. Yeah. Uh, they absolutely kill it. Um, I thought uh, for Carlton though, I mean, what do you do? You just go, nah, there's a way to port. We're always going to yep. lose, whatever. Just wipe it out. And what you do is you throw some money at Doherty, try and keep him in the fold because he's <laughs> the only one that's been putting it, put his hand up week in, week out. Um I thought, see, before this game, I thought they'd been okay. Like, um, the endeavour, maybe, but not the skills. Yeah, they just, they just don't have the, the cattle. Not a good team at the moment. So yeah, that too. It's a bit of rebuilding. It's funny that uh, of all the games this round, this was the game with the most hyphenated players. Really? How many hyphenates, how hyphens you got in there? Three. Powell Pepper. Burn Jones. And Petreski Seaton. Yeah. So I can't think of uh, a game that had more than three. So, no. Oh, damn it. I thought Petrescu Seaton might have been on port as well. How do you they, get hyphenated names? Is that when like the one person who gets well, married doesn't want to? Yeah, that's pretty names. Yeah, well, generally, it's when uh, two people of established families uh, join together and they want to show that they have influence from both sides of the family. So you have just uh, make up a brand new name. Fuck the hyphenation. Just come up with I don't know. Yeah, but that's not that doesn't keep the old money influence from your family name. I want to know what happens when a hyphen marries a hyphen. Yeah, I'm yet to see this. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened. Well, maybe they just inbreed once they get one yeah. hyphen, and then so just so they can keep the same hyphen. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what keep if the money in the family? What if like it was uh, Lewis Roberts Thompson? What if he married a Thompson? Do they become uh, Roberts Thompson Thompson well, or Thompson they, I Roberts Thompson? I think, Thompson? Do, I think they, Thompson Roberts Thompson. Thompson Roberts Thompson. Yeah, yeah a good law I've, firm. Anything I've, yeah, anything I've learned from watching late night TV is uh, class TRT. action law firms usually like Thompson and Thompson. They're never just Thompson. And they're just, you know, guess Tom- run. Thompson Squared. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been watching Suits, and I think that, that means I've got just as much qualification in, in, in that. And they yep. change names every six episodes, that yeah. law firm. But yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, Port flogged them like everyone thought. Uh, on to Saturday, uh, which turned out to be an all right game. Um, the well. uh, Bulldogs and the Lions. <laughs> the, the Lions were just so deadly accurate. Well, that's the thing about this round is that all, most of the games were interesting and got you vested in there because they were generally close. The now, skills were shit. Now that we've got out of the Port Carlton game, yeah, 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 there was more interest than I thought. Yeah, well, the Sydney GWS pretty, one. pretty much well, every that, game had me had me watching. You know what I mean? But yeah. This one, I mean, I was watching for a different reason because I couldn't believe that Western Bulldogs could be that inaccurate at, yeah. at Etihad Stadium. It was almost like the fix was in. <laughs> felt like it. Yeah, at times. It's like we could make a fuck ton of money by getting Brisbane to beat us. <laughs> the, the Bob lines, Murphy surrounded. Fuck it. The Lions did show a bit here, though. I felt. But well, they, they always do. It's just um, you usually get uh, spread and run over because they just don't have enough people to pick up sort of the talent. Well, but it was really the last five minutes, uh, the last quarter. I mean, I don't think they did. They score a goal in the final quarter. Yeah, yeah. They went uh, back and forth for a bit. Back and forth. Yeah, and then then they got just ran out of legs. Yeah. But I mean, their accuracy was crazy. Yeah. Um, yep. To to give them the lead early on, 
Mm. Um, but the Bulldogs, they've been like that this year. They're the, yeah, we know what to do. Just don't don't hassle us. Look, fourth quarter. Yep. <laughs> Who wins at the end of the fourth quarter wins the game? We'll worry about it then. I think they kicked six goals in the last eight minutes or something. Yeah, just piled yeah, It's on. like rocking up to his dam without studying. They just winged it. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out by the fourth quarter. Um, do you reckon Johansson looks like um, Josh Koscheck? Oh, Koscheck, yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, he's modelled his haircut off an NFL player. I don't know enough about NFL, but they show the side-by-side and go, oh, yep, that's that haircut. Colin Kaepernick? Uh, I-, I wouldn't claim to model off Josh Koscheck, let's be honest. <laughs> Is he still fighting? Uh, I think yeah, he's in Bellator. Bellator. Yeah. Yeah, it might be doing one more fight and that's it. Well, earlier we were talking about Roughhead, you know, what he does after footy. I don't know what Koscheck does after fighting. Like, I imagine he just keeps fighting, uh, just on the street, like- you know, in the line to Starbucks, Subway, whatever. No, I, I think Get a job at Home Depot. He's kind of he's the antagonistic who would only fight for money. Yeah. I reckon he's, he's like that. Well, so, now that's what he's saying. He's saying I don't care about the bill, or whatever. Just like just, I, want just the, I want the old motherfuckers from UFC to come over to Bellator <laughs> so we can have just like um, you know old school fights. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine him in WWE though? Yeah, yeah. He's a cocky shit. Yeah. But, um, I don't know if he could act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, to be I, fair, there were plenty of uh, old school wrestlers that were less faking what was actually happening and more you, punching the fuck out of people in the face. Could you imagine if he was told to be the good guy, though? All right, go out there and be a good guy. All right, cunts, listen up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, you're a bad guy. Yep, yep, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, Josh, good guys don't take a shit on their opponent's <laughs> chest. <laughs> Not in the middle of the ring, anyway. Oh, well. Um, Jakey Stringer um, had a good one, um, and, and so did uh, Eric Hipwood. He's played really well this year. We've noticed it in a few games. Um, skinny lad looks like he's out listening to some emo punk during the yeah. fucking uh, downtime. Um, it's like but Jared Leader or something. <laughs> I was going to name a band, and I thought, no, nah, all the bands I know fucking broke up in the nineties. <laughs> so, how do you see Stringer? going so far because this season he's been quite uh, in and out yeah he attacks it well like uh, the Sydney game he kicks some ripper yep. goals from the goal square yeah um, he, he loves Eddie Ad. he's a moment that, player for me yeah like, th- a, like a Stevie J I think with all the part time goal kickers that's allowed him to not be not have so much pressure on him to have to present mm. every single time so he's more able to play his own game which is a flashy uh, not a whole lot of defence but just try and kick goals uh, in and out of packs yeah. take hangers yeah. uh, without it being sort of uh, a detriment to the team He's a younger, taller Stevie J. Yeah. He's taller than Stevie J, is he? Yeah, he I probably would be. Probably. He's got a bigger leap. Yeah, yeah. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> yep. Um, I thought, thought uh, Zane Cordy, um, down back, he's mm. playing that role um, rather well because obviously they're still missing, um, what's his name, Roughhead? Yeah. Uh, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, went blank yep. for a second there. Um, who's sort of the uh, Ruckman slash uh, centre-half back when they need him. Yeah. Um, so taking out a key defender and and f- providing some real rebound, he, he's been really good. Yeah. Hmm. One well, player I think is emerging too is uh, Young Dunkley. Kick three goals straight. Mm, and is unusual for him because yeah. you know, his old man was a shit kick. I don't <laughs> yeah, think his old was. man kicked three goals in his career. Oh, I'd be yeah. shocked if he did. Yeah. I wonder if they were set shots or on the run because I've noticed that his set shots, well, I'm not making this up, but from my memory, set Can't shots make it weren't up, that great. It. Well, I do. <laughs> but uh, maybe they're on the run or something like that. It seems like he's getting better each game, though, yeah. like more mm. confident. Yeah. Because there's not much to him. So, And obviously, being the son of a famous footballer, there'd be a little bit of a target on your back. You know, everyone's want to just let you know about it if they, if you fuck up. I think it just means um, the rest of the players know what they're going to sledge you about. Well, that's it. It's just something that Beforehand? you forgot to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, <laughs> chairs pissing off you. Otherwise, the others walk into it going, right, what am I going to sledge him about? Yep. And, uh, his ears look funny. What, Done. The old Mark War sledge. Yeah, the best best player in my family. Yeah. 
Um, no, I don't know. He's, he, he's definitely the best kick in his family, put it that way, <laughs> already. Um, on to uh, the other game at Metricon Stadium. So Gold Coast hosting Adelaide. I thought Gold Coast might have put up a little bit of a fight. Um, yeah, Adelaide are a tough fucking side. Yeah, Adelaide, so. by far, the clear um, yeah, favourite for the flag at the minute. And the fourth side. Um, just ran away. Had too many guns. Um, I never. Th- don't get me wrong. I never thought Gold Coast was going to win. Yeah. I thought oh, they might, you know, take it up to them. That's one thing about the Adelaide team is that don't put, take their foot off the gas. No. And mm. like, I mean, this is a, a way, but especially yeah. at home, it's great. I mean, it's great to see someone do it, but I hate it when my team doesn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it sucks to see a team like Adelaide just be able to do it week in week out. You'll find out this week. Yeah, yeah. I see. and it's funny to me when you get um, well, Adelaide have so many avenues forward. Like uh, Walker yeah. gets held back a bit. It got two one. But they still get goals out of uh, Menzel and Lynch. Well, I mean, Lynch is the... And Otten, sorry. He's got an 11-goal hole on his record. All right, it was against a shit GWS side um, in their first or second year. Um, And Eddie Betts does Eddie Betts things. Yep. Um, So they're not putting on Betts? Was it Miller? 20 uh, bucks? No, Saad. Saad They put Saad on him for a little bit. I think that's the only player who can hold him. Well, I mean, he's been held before, but I mean, out of... Gold Coast? Yeah. yeah he's like, the, if you're Gold Coast, he's the only player with a chance. Yeah. I'd like to give him that challenge too. Yeah. Um, it, it was also good to see uh, Calabarchi um, mm. kick, a, kick a little bag. Yep. Um, like I said, it was a good weekend for handfuls. Yeah. Of, of like, our, our five bags. So yeah. A bag of five. A handful. Yeah. 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 I know you don't uh, rate Rory Sloan too much, but his game on the weekend was pretty fucking awesome. Oh, fucking earth it was. <laughs> and yeah, if he's not in double figures for Brownlow votes... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I'll be and we didn't rate him at the start of the season. Yeah. <laughs> After round one, he's been absolutely killing it. Yeah, um, I yeah, like I said, I, watching the Hawthorne game, I uh, thought he wasn't the best on ground. But when I went back and thought, oh, no, nah, he, he was pretty good. I still yeah. don't have him as best on ground, but yeah, he, he killed it uh, in this one. And to yeah. think they've still got Scott Thompson coming through the sample. Hmm. Is he um, really? So Jesus. he's coming back from a long term, I think. Yeah, I mean, so they got more beef to come. Between the Rorys and the Atkins, they've got uh, almost 200 possessions. Not a bad effort. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, what'd uh, you... and the Crouches, sorry. Fuck. I fucked that up. Between the Rorys and the Crouches. Right. Uh, anyway, the, they had the ball on a string. So you could pick five random players that probably have more possessions than Brisbane anyway. Uh, than Gold Coast, yeah. Gold Coast, sorry. Um, oh, fuck it, Brisbane too. Ablett's been quiet for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you think he's... People are paying more mind to him now, or well, I mean, if he's he, at age, if he pushes his price up too much, we're about to get back to Geelong. <laughs> Could so, be that too. Yeah. I think he's just timing his run. Like he knows that uh, a big game against Adelaide, they still lose. I mean, um, he did have thirty-three touches, but um, mm. a lot of them were small. Mm. Yeah, I think um, he's a smart player. He's a veteran now, so he's going to know that. All right, if I'm really going to have a day out, I want to have a day out where we win. So he's going <laughs> to time it against. Uh, Probably against North, actually. Keep so. it his powder dry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing yeah, with Ablett, Ablett is, as well, he's consistently in the top uh, tacklers in the, in the Gold Coast team as well. So he's not like he's slacking off. He's always trying to win possession and doing his part. I think that means um, the rest of them are shit. Well, I think it does, actually. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> you're probably right. Um, do you think uh, Gold Coast can come back from this? Um, or is it just Adelaide are just absolutely... They're, they're monsters a, of the league. I think it's a blip. Adelaide are a, a monster side with... Winners on every fucking line. Like their their back line, brilliant. They'll have a, at least one All Australian rep out of that. Midfield, same joy. One or two All Australians and forward, probably another one or two there. I, I would be surprised at the minute. They've probably got six All Australians. Um, where are Adelaide's club rooms in Adelaide? Cause I know well, they were at, down at West Lakes, yeah. um, but these days I presume Adelaide Oval. Adelaide's got club rooms in there. Do they? I, I have no idea. I mean, yeah. 
I don't know if they moved everything. I was wondering, maybe they've got a shit club room, that's what I'm going to hang on them. <laughs> <laughs> um, on to one of the weirdest games of the weekend, Sydney versus Sydney. A um, little bit of spite in it. I think the rivalry is actually real for a change. It's good that it finally got there. They had to play finals um, first, yeah. I think. Yeah. Turns out losing makes you angry. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, it, the commentators banged on about it for ages, but to get four goals on the board before the other teams even touch the ball, yeah, mm. not a fucking bad effort, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Um, but it's essentially it's a handicap. It was a rope-a-dope. Yeah. Um, and then not to kick another goal for a half an hour or so. Yep. It's well, someone did, someone did the job. The rest of them went, ah, oh, fuck it, he's got he to take care of it. <laughs> it's, it's almost like they didn't run out. Well, that's t- um, GWS tend to do that, though, don't they? They're always a bit slow starting. Sometimes, I don't know. Uh, it was it was amazing to watch, though, because City, just everything they did worked Yeah, for four minutes. Yeah. Well, the funny part to me was that City got the first four goals to four different goal kickers uh, within five minutes, and then the next uh, six scores were behinds for GWS. <laughs> yeah, they were getting there. The Three slow of them were way. Camerons. Yeah, he, he had a bit of a wayward one. Um, but once GWS um, sort of got their head around it, yeah, damn, that was so methodical. Yeah, I mean that's what you hate to see with them because they're still young and they're still all the players are still developing. It's not like they're at their peak yet, and so it's kind of scary to see how they're going to be. It's going to be Jitteros and Adelaide taking over the the league now. The dynasties from Melbourne are pretty much done. I think you're spot on, Das. Um, they were very methodical, very professional, um, timed everything perfectly, um, and Big Mumford had a day out too. Well, sixty odd hit outs. He was always going to. Like uh, Sinclair just monstered him. He's not an A-grade ruck, and uh, neither is Tippett. No. Tippett's first game back, was it? Yeah, Tippett? first game. Uh, since Did he do himself a, a mischief in round one? Might have been round one. I can't remember. It, it was round one or two. Yeah. Um, he was first game back. It, it was hot for you know a, the first five minutes, like yeah. the rest of the side. Yep. And then uh, you could have easily forgot he was out there. Did Papley get injured during the game or something? Cause I didn't see it. He seemed, seemed to do fuck all when he's been one that I thought has been all right. Well, no, he, he had an all right game. He's a goal sneak on the rise. Um, but like last year, every time he touched the ball, it looked like he was trying to kick a goal, yeah. um, which is good. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I like it about him. Yep. Um, and I think he kicked a couple, didn't he? Yeah. He got uh, one of the first four. I he think got he one, got the third one, one or something. Yeah. There you um, go. I thought he kicked one of the first ones because it was a nice little snap. And it was one of those ones where he didn't even look. Yeah. He knew exactly where it was going. Well, it seems a bit crowded with Heaney coming back as well. They've got a lot of people who can do that, but um, it still doesn't matter if they uh, can't get the ball in their forward 50. Well, it was funny. I thought that Heaney and Mills, they're two... Uh, the rookies, well, although... Academy picks. One got a Rising Star nomination. The other one probably would have got... Uh, sorry, a Rising Star win. The other one probably would have got it if he didn't do his knee. Hmm. Um, I thought they made a lot of mistakes uh, on the day and turned the ball over a lot. And it, it's probably down to pressure. And, you know, hesitation and, oh, am I going to go here? I'll go there. Oh, and it's too late. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the back line was a bit of a trouble for, for, for Sydney. Do we uh, do we dare put a line through them? Because nah. I know they've got an easy run coming up from yeah. now on. Yeah, they've got an easy run. They'll sort it out. Um, and they'll uh, turn themselves into a bit of flat track bullies and start to um, beat mm. down on some of the lesser sides. So, Josh, since you're the expert, what round do we start calling for Longmire's head? What's the, <laughs> what's the break even? Um, well, being in Sydney, less media scrutiny, um, and being a, a New South Wales boy, I think uh, oh, probably around round 16, 15, 16. 
I think we start campaigning for it. Just really sink the boots into Sydney. Well, I, I think we spend the first four weeks telling the Sydney media who John Longmire is, <laughs> and then we'll try and work out how, how to get him uh, in, in the bad books. I say they used to NRL people who were fucking loose, so it's pretty hard to get fired from the AFL. Well, this team is true. This is true. Unless he's you know pissing on a pet or something. And even then, I think it's only frowned upon. I think that guy still plays, doesn't he? <laughs> I think Todd, he plays in England. Is it Todd Carney? That, that rings a bell. That could be it. Yeah. Uh, no, he was the one that pissed into his own mouth. Right, okay. I, I could Google Well, you've got to be the one that fucked the dog. I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about Googling that shit and just putting it... <laughs> end up on a list. Well, you end up with uh, targeted ads, and then they're like, hey, do you want this? Like, no, really don't. <laughs> what do you get, mouthwash? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an interesting targeted. Um, It'd be pet adoptions and... <laughs> And do you want to be a high court judge? Uh, I thought that um, God, what's his name? Uh, Haynes um, for um, GWS. I think he had a, a really good game. Again, a lot of hustle, um, and he, he's one of those players where he gets the ball. He's like, right, which targets fifty meters away that I can yeah. get to? <laughs> yeah. None of this short shit. I'm going for the long ones. He's I don't like, mind he's like that. a talented Basher Hooley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it either. Most of the time. Um, and you know with GWS you've got lads that can run onto it as long as it's a, it's a conscious choice and not the only thing you're good at yeah well so as long as you can say alright the best option is to kick along not just got the ball kick it along <laughs> well, Robert Harvey made a whole what 300 odd games out of it waste his whole career St Kilda <laughs> yeah Matty Scarlett Scarlett yeah. yeah that's the one yeah yeah. Um, no, I thought he did alright um, and did you see too uh, there was one part where the umpire told him to give the ball back to the GWS player He's like, which one? He goes, uh, number 40. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was his second game or something, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Game, uh, yeah. Kennedy, it, it was, because I remember the saying there was yeah. two Sam Reeds out there and a couple of Kennedys and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I think it happened more than once over the weekend. It was in one of the other games. They said, uh, give it a number 43. Yeah. Um, uh, it was too. It was a different game. Um, it was the Melbourne game. It might have been, you know, the, it might have been last night. Second game players yeah, for Melbourne. Yeah, um, not learning his name until the umpires do. Yeah. Um, Smith? Oh, Toby Green kicked four goals. Um, yeah. Where is he in the Coleman at the moment? Because he, <laughs> he's been pretty consistent with these four or fives. I, th- I think he's he probably in the top five. Uh, have you got the list there? I was looking for it, but I've given up now. <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh, coming off an All-Australian all season last year. Um, uh, he's coming third with 17. There you go. Uh, uh, Eddie Betts leading on 19, followed by Hawkins at 18. Green and Cameron, 17, 16. I, I picked Hawkins at the start of the year. Um, for, he's for he's doing well. There's always a small forward that leads it at, at the at yeah. or about the halfway mark. So it'd be interesting to see if uh, they can curb Eddie, or if he's just going to you know get his three and fours every week. And Big Buddy not in the top ten. Yeah, well, eleventh. Well, sitting at and five. When Adelaide are kicking twenty five goals a game, there's plenty to go around. Exactly. Yeah, and, and he's not. Uh, Eddie's not being a hog either. It's not like I need to get my yeah. goals. He's well, like, oh, he gets like whatever. nine possessions and kicks five goals. He kind yeah. of, kind of is in a way, but he kicks them like those running the pocket kicks. If you're yeah. a coach talking to a junior, you'd be like, "Don't fucking do that." <laughs> but when he does it every game and puts it right through the middle, fuck it. it, it it's not, it, it's, it's not it. a freak action for him. It's, it, it's exactly. standard. I was going to say the coach should be saying, "If Eddie's got the ball there, don't fucking ask for it." It used to be um, a. Play, a Broken Hill I, I know I hate name dropping Broken Hill players but there was a basketball player in Broken Hill who on um, whenever he was on a fast break used to pull up for threes yeah. so yeah. alright you know who he is yeah. um, he was actually my coach for a little while was he? yeah I'm very surprised uh, well, our coach always get ejected from the game so he finally went you know what let's get a new coach um, and they uh, after a while I think the coach just went you know what you do what you want Yeah. if you're hitting them good on you yep 
um, Steph Curry style. Um, but yeah, Sydney zero uh, and five. Um, yeah, losers, <laughs> zero wins. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if they're five and five in, in um, after round ten, I would not be surprised at all. Mm. It's got to change for them sooner or later, doesn't it? Well, you just, I can't really see what where they're going wrong because or what the fix is. I don't really understand where they're going wrong because it's like they've got a good squad. They're just getting outmatched each game. They're getting killed in the midfield, which is yeah. their strength. Mm. Um, the back line's always been their weakness, yeah. so. Well, yeah, I feel that. like um, the ruck rules have really destroyed their A game. You reckon? You reckon it's yeah. ruck? I think, uh, well, they don't really have a key alpha ruckman. No. Yeah. They had Dan Curvis, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> and hasn't he been brilliant? But um, I'm sure we'll, we'll chat about him for about an hour and a half. But um, they need a decent ruckman because previously around the ground they were able to get it down to their gun midfielders. And now they can't do that. Well, they don't have first touch to it at least. Well, I think, yeah, they, they've been able to neutralise. Yeah, mm-hmm. by the third man up sort of thing. I mean, Geelong were sort of famous for it, but uh, Sydney were doing it quite regularly as well. Um, so I think that's really hurt them. Um, I don't see it getting much better, but I see their midfield being able to shark it a bit better coming uh, into the next few Well, months. I did see there was some paper that had to go at uh, Kieran Jack saying that his, uh, his output this year has been way down. Yeah. Um, and I think they said that, you know, uh, interrupted pre-seasons, blah, blah, blah. Um, I hate that as an excuse. Yeah, so do I. Because if you're not right, then you're not playing. Yep. Like, mm. go go finish your pre-season. Do a proper Yeah, one. like an interrupt, interrupted pre-season. I would think, obviously, your pre-season, you're trying to get yourself, you know, training and whatever, yeah, get yourself yeah. fit. But surely you don't lose that much fitness over the off-season. I mean, as no. a professional, surely you you always got that eye on on getting better and better because you want to win. No, it's the it's the building of the blocks, though, because when you've got uh, pre-season, you're doing an anaerobic, anaerobic base, so you're doing long, hard yards and working on your um, endurance running because that's the hardest part to, to sort of develop. Yeah. And then after you've done that long block, which might be for uh, AFL players, might be a month and a half or two months, then you start working on your aerobic threshold and then you start working on your VO2 max sprint um, because that's the part that drops off the quickest is your sprint. So there's no point doing sprints in uh, the preseason because that uh, burst fitness drains away very quickly as well. Yeah, so why are they shit? <laughs> because when you've got the broken up preseason... Shit VO2 max, obviously. <laughs> when you've got the broken up preseason, you don't get the, the full base to build upon. Should so, they drink Red Bull? Yes, absolutely. There you go. That's all that they have to do. That's all they have to do. Explains all the cocaine they've been taking. <laughs> <laughs> That's for oh, the fourth quarter a, blues. See, another um, West Coast legend or West Coast... Uh, player from, yeah. the, from the era well, don't tell me it was Brett Hetty no <laughs> to call him a player is stretching it well he, he, was, a, he was on the list he was a younger lad and, and uh, well according to his lawyers he was told uh, get on it or get out uh, so he got on the gear with the boys which you know if you're going to party probably the, the club in the era to be at you're going to do it do it right and he decided to rob a, uh, rob a bank or a 7-Eleven or some shit yeah okay so his story is probably bullshit yeah but <laughs> Say what you need to, to try and get off, don't you? Like, I, got, I got no problems with him giving it a go. Well, yeah, the two other blokes with him don't have that excuse. They're just like, uh, we were just, no, no. Yeah, but this is how it all started for me. Anyways, it's, it's not a week goes by. They spiked my clambuterol with cocaine. <laughs> Somebody spiked my 14 drinks. Um, On to the Dockers hosting North. Um, and North, again, the Endeavour has been there this year. They've just lacked the poise and maybe experience, uh, which, again, no need to go That's through people why. Oh, jumpers. Mate, how, how good is this? A zero five start. Last time we did that, we won the flag. Yep, yep. Um, I, I dare say the last time you won that and won the flag will be the last time you do that and win the flag. Oh, it's 1975 all over again. Of course it is. <laughs> um, 
What's Ross Glendinning doing these days? <laughs> just couldn't quite hang on, um, which has been the way that North have done it. Yeah. Well, all look, year. I'm no AFL footballer, which we've established uh, with no end of uh, proof. But if I'm kicking out in full back, <laughs> and I see on one side, the side that we've been going to more often than not, they've got Sandilands and Fife standing there, I reckon there might be an idea to kick the other fucking end. So not to the seven-footer? Yeah. Not yeah. to the big fucking bloke. We've got no ruckman around him. And you've got Ben Brown wandering around like a fucking lost dog. You just want to tire him out in the fourth quarter he fades. That's when you run him over. That's it. Yeah, it probably was about a minute Keep and a half Keep making him do stuff. <laughs> it's like the lamb prey of AFL. But yeah, I mean, look, it was, it was a pretty good game effort-wise for most of it. It was an um, interesting game. It was exciting to watch because it was close. Yeah. Because you knew North Melbourne were going to fuck it up somehow. I think that was the theme of the weekend was. It might not have been highly skilled, but it was tight and hard and close. Yeah. But I mean... How many highly skilled games do we actually see per season? Maybe four, five? I, I, need, I need one every two weeks. Well, mine used to be going to the Hawthorne games, but now they're shit, so it's, I don't think I actually see any skilled games off. during the <laughs> AFL season, to be honest. Well, we need somebody to come up against Adelaide and give them a fair shake. Like, it should have been GWS in round one, but yeah. it was not to be. And the thing is, Adelaide being um, good away from home now, so you don't even have that excitement of waiting until they come to the MCG because they've been dominating there. Like, the more space, the better they are. Yeah. I wonder if um, playing at Adelaide Ovals helped them transition to a uh, better game strategy at MCG because they're bigger ovals. It's wider, is it, than uh, Footy Park? Yeah, I'm going with that. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> yeah, because it's it makes cr- a good story. It's cr- cricket ground. Yeah. So it's pretty much a circle. Probably. Um, but I, I didn't know. I thought Footy Park was always very circular, I thought. Well, I can't remember. Long time ago. Um, oh, don't want to remember Footy Park. It was a yeah. shit place to watch footy if you weren't a crow supporter. Yeah, back when I played there, um, it, it, it was... It was, it was I felt it was uh, more narrow. It was so shit. Malcolm Blight left halfway through the game. <laughs> yep. Um, but back to this one. Uh, Centrelands dominated in the ruck too. Um, we know that uh, Goldstein's been working through injuries. It might be age and injuries a, a little just, bit as well. I don't know why they rested Prius. I was going to ask. Yeah. He, he's not injured, is he? No, I, no. I would love to take him over there. Yeah. And I, that was the only thing I was looking forward to about this game was seeing Prius versus um, Sandy. Yeah, just because it's you know you've got the Look, the old how the old monster who uh, traditionally does give Goldstein a touch up because he's more physical, um, and I'd, he'd probably you'd expect him to beat Proust, but mm. you'd, you'd want Proust to get that experience. So yeah. right, mate, that's how big they get. I think Prius would have done a better job against him than Goldstein. Goldstein tends to try and run him off his feet. Yeah, and uh, Sandilands is an old hat. He's uh, he's approaching three hundred games now. Uh, he's 31, I believe. Oh, shit. He, he wouldn't be 300. He'd be 200 games. 200 something. I, I reckon. I know he's played a lot more than you think. Uh, he's been surprisingly durable for a big lad, except for last season. But um, oh, He had his turf toe for a couple of years. Uh, remember years ago, and I thought he was done then. Yeah. Um, That'd be a shit way to go down. <laughs> Forced retirement due to turf toe. Well, I mean, it's the, the seven-footers lament, isn't it? They always get a weird injury and fucks them up. But... Um, yeah, I, honestly, I I am confused why they didn't take uh, Prius along. Yeah, it was. Did he? I don't know if you checked out like the VFL, how he went or anything. Uh, I don't think he played in Werribee. Uh, Werribee got smashed. Uh, this is the thing that shits me about North's um, PR. Every week it's like, oh, so and so did brilliant in the VFL. So and so did really well. And it's like, oh, but we got smashed by ten goals. Yeah. Fucking what? Uh, yeah, that's sixteen AFL listed players in Ooh. Werribee. 
and got done by uh, Footscray, which were the oh, okay. were the reigning premiers. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. even so, to get done by it would have been at least ten goals from memory. Uh, I just looked at Sandilands plays two fifty this week. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. So he's got more than you think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I thought he was coming up towards 200. Yeah. Because, like I said, he, he spent years um, with yep. uh, injury waves. But, yeah, it's funny, though, the VFL write-ups, because I read Box Hill's ones. I'm like, oh, yeah, he had a good game. He had a good game. He had a good game. I'm like, he got 14 touches. Mm. I mean, yeah, anyway. They're probably not watching the games, to be honest. It's all, it's all very positive, anyway. Um, yeah. I think one, one of the bright points for North have been the consistency of Ben Cunnington. Mm, uh, he's been standing year. up and just trying to be that physical presence there to to not be pushed over and not let the other team just roll over him. Well, let's think be he's honest. Trying. He's it doesn't to, always work out, but... He's trying to be Dusty Martin, and I don't mind that. That's all right. Um, yeah. Especially if North actually do get Dusty Martin there. Those two blokes would uh, probably get along like a house on fire and just push every other motherfucker in the face. Set a few houses on fire. <laughs> <laughs> probably. How do you think he'll go in the midfield with Jake Kelly? <laughs> worry about Jake Kelly I, I wouldn't be too concerned with old Dusty I've got a feeling Dusty's going to stay right where he is I think he has um, to Marley Williams had a good game again uh, I thought um, mm. he's been very handy yeah like a couple of sprayed kicks but you know Backman that happens yeah like I said he was one I, I had an eye on um, at the start of the season I said he's going to have a breakout year but I think um, he's suffering uh, a little bit from Thomas's lament of getting him and Mullet can't blame shit on Daniel Wells anymore <laughs> no, but he can blame shit on Mullet because they've both got uh, sleeved hats, although mullets only oh, got one. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, so whenever someone spuds it up, mullet seems to get uh, forgiven, because they're like, fucking Marley Williams. It's like, that was mullet, that little fucker. That's why I love North fans. <laughs> they've got uh, no excuse to be like Sydney, but they are. Um, there's also, uh, Lindsay Thomas was very quiet. Uh, with all the players that they lost over the last season, I thought Lindsay would be the one to move more into the midfield and lift his game. Uh, but like you said, Cunnington's done it. Um, oh, he's always been a midfielder, but he's lifted his game. Lindsay's been very disappointing a couple of weeks in a row. He's been a liability. I think a small army to remove Lindsay Thomas from a goal square. Yeah. Well, he did uh, start off the half back at one stage. Yeah, he got lost. He got lost. No, he, he had a really good run. Really good run through the middle. Managed to pick it up, get it along. Um, and then for some reason, they moved him back forward. <laughs> well, maybe they didn't have a choice. He just wandered down there. Maybe. Like, ah, we got one possession. Maybe went down the wrong end. We're improving. Got a bit lost. Ended up the wrong end. Fuck it. I'm going straight back. And just ended up the ball was there. Um, it's yeah. He's gone from you know a liability at the start of his career to exceptionally good. Mm. And I thought this year he's going to be you know cement himself leader of the club and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the last two weeks especially, um, you know, failing to take the game in his two hundredth. Yeah. Um, and then this week, oh, did he did he touch the ball? Yeah. Well, the thing with this game was that even though they were obviously the pressure was on them towards the end of the game. They still didn't have an excuse for losing that game. Yeah. They didn't shut it down when they needed to. Made real dumb decisions. Thomas didn't score and had six touches. There you go. Yeah, six touches. I remember, because um, I didn't watch the, the, the game live, um, but uh, when I was watching back, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's out there. Yeah, yeah. He did have a brilliant rundown tackle. Yep. Uh, good. Um, but, you know, still not uh, not enough from what well, a 200 be, gamer. Yeah, what should be uh, an A-level... He should be looking to be in the All-Australian team. He, he's not, and he's no. not anywhere near that standard at the moment. But that should be his personal goal, to be considered in that conversation. Um, whereas no one from North is really in that conversation. Um, I did like in the post-match, uh, Ross Lyons said, eventually things turn for you. You know, he's saying, Frio are now three and two. Um, you know, eventually things come around for you. What he really means is, eventually we'll play the shit sides <laughs> um, at home. He's like, I got six years, I got time. <laughs> I got tenure. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, uh, the other thing is, too, we had another hyphen 
debutante in Eddie uh, Vickers Willis. Vickers Willis, who was impressive in preseason. Yeah, he was actually pretty good this game. I thought, like, uh, didn't look lost. Managed to have a bit of an impact. And Mason Woods back from injury, which was uh, quite good. He ran through the game. Neither of them did anything uh, superstar level, but they were they were Pre- contributors. Presented well, mm. as I say, with Mason. Yeah. You just need a whole team to do that, and you yeah. might actually be able to play four quarters. I mean, what I liked is uh, there's a lot of Chris Judd about Eddie Vickers Willis, and I say that based on his uh, shoulder strapping. There you yeah. go. Because uh, those fuckers were strapped right in. You got to look after yourself, don't you? Well, he gave it a fair go. I think I think it's cost the club around forty grand a year out of strapping, but uh, that's well, just what they're building for. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, and so that's what Boomer's doing. He's selling strapping now. Elastoplast. Uh, and Robbie Tarrant, I thought, was the best for North. He was just solid as a rock down there. But uh, he's having a great season. Um, I went fire for North, but I still think it's been a positive year. Like. I don't think anybody thought they were going to make finals at the start of the year. Brad Scott does, apparently. Yeah, well, they well, did a good job of taking the wind out of the sails in preseason, so there's no yeah. expectations, which, man, could be a genius stroke. Um, yeah, I think they well and truly knew where they were headed. But I think that, you know, you can be 0 5 and be deplorable. Yeah. I think, you know, they've had a chance in, in every game. Well, I think for them, you're just looking to who's going to step up, who's going to be who you build your club around for yeah. the next three or four years in regards to who you're going to recruit. So who's going to be. The, the uh, solid sort of structure of the team who's going to be the heart of the team and what players are going to have the skill to be able to come through and, and own their roles Prius is the only one I can see being alpha level uh, Mason Woods has potential there's a few young lads there yeah and um, Dumont's been okay but uh, in terms of uh, ability to change a game Prius is the only freak yeah um, Jed Anderson if you ever gets not injured next week he's back apparently yeah, he's always had a good rap uh, yeah. I mean, when he's at Hawks, he, he, oh, for some reason, I got a feeling he played some good games and showed lots of promise. That's did. just what I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he kicked, kicked some nice goals, but yeah. um, they always had big raps about him. But he was, he had pneumonia, he had fucking pneumonia. hamstrings, yeah, Jeez. ribs. Hasn't he got like four kids or something? Uh, I don't know if it's four, but he definitely has a couple. How old is he? Twenty-three, something like that. Mm. Yeah, he's a young young lad with kids. Fair enough. Crazy bastard. No wonder he's playing shit. They're probably growing up and he's not getting any sleep and all that shit. Um, he wasn't going to get some sleep because he kept on fucking making kids. <laughs> <laughs> on to uh, Saints and Geelong. Uh, I was disappointed in this game. Uh, yep. Only because it was on at the same time of the Hawks game. And I thought, oh, good. Three-quarter time. You can switch over and watch the end of this really tight game. <laughs> I checked the scores and it was all level or, or nearabouts. Then I turned over to watch the last couple of minutes and it was a blowout. Yeah. Went, Jesus Christ. They just... Um, Selwood and Dangerfield just went, ah, oh, that's yeah. enough. They kicked the last six. Uh, even Aaron Black got a couple. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it when you know you're going well. So one of the faults of St Kilda have been not playing four quarters, but this wasn't the case here. It was just Geelong just switched on and do what they need to do to, to polish off the game. Yeah. Uh, St Kilda always put in uh, their best effort. Yeah. It wasn't always a great effort, but it was their best. Well, but they outclassed at the end of the yeah. day. The two best midfielders on the, on the ground were both on the same team. Yeah. Minchington. Yes. How, how, where's he come from? I do not know. You've got, got three nice ones. Uh, and he's not a player that's been on my radar, even though... Um, I, I agree that Saints have got a great bunch of mids. He's just popped up. You know, he's wearing number 41, so I'm guessing he's uh, one of the ones where the ump didn't know <laughs> who the fuck it was. He didn't get to pick his number. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he looked like he might uh, might come into something. Um, that was his rookie game, actually. That was his first game. No, his first game for the year. Um, he's played 24 games. He's been on... He debuted in 2013. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, so it's one of those players. I think, yeah, I've heard the name, but... I. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Yeah. Um, 
and I, I only know those facts because the AFL app just told me. So um, for the Saints, do you reckon um, Paddy McCartan gets back in the team? You reckon it's time to move him on? Do you reckon there's a spot for him? I don't know. Um, they've got so many good forwards. Yeah. Um, I think that once you've got a number one, was he number one or number two? I think he went number no, two. I can't remember. Um, once you've got them, you've got to say, well, you know, we've invested in him already by using one of our big picks. Yeah. But you, at the end of the day, like I know he's playing VFL now. Yeah. I, I haven't seen much from him. That's it. You can invest in two cars. You can only drive one at a time. Exactly. Yeah. And he's not as good as Bruce. Yeah. And, and they've got, they got good draft picks coming up for the next couple of years. So well, he'd be a person that can move on to try and get some already, uh, some already developed talent in their team and plug some holes. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Like everyone keeps telling me, that they've got Hawthorne's first round draft pick this year. Yeah. Um, plus their own, of course. Yeah. Um, People have so, been telling you that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah daily, almost. <laughs> um, so they'll probably pick up someone like you know, Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I th- thought he was okay, um, Carlisle, uh, in this game. Um roaming around the back but uh, towards the end of it you know once they uh, once Geelong got on top they, they play like that sometimes Geelong they're just yeah. um, aloof well the, they get to a point where once their midfield's running it doesn't matter if it's someone like Carl on the back line because they kick over the top of him or yeah. they run through exactly. so it pretty much negates what he's able to do mm. but they need someone like Carl to be that strong person in the back line um, still got some injuries to come in there it's one of their weaknesses at the moment what stood out for me was Geelong's physicality yeah, like uh, fourteen always... to three contested marks, yeah. which is pretty massive. But also tackles in forward fifty, twenty to seven. Yeah, I'm gonna say those contested marks. So big, big tomahawks had a, had a good start to the year. He is a fairly big unit and uh, not afraid to. There's been quite a few of those sneaky little pushouts that haven't been paid. A couple have, but uh, he's pretty much every time the ball's coming up in, he's underneath and trying to. Uh, do the sneaky little forward push. He does look like a man among, amongst boys yeah. um, at, at times. I think Aaron Black kicked a couple of goals, so there's some good news for North supporters. Um, yeah. North supporters. <laughs> Actually, I think if you added up all the ex-North players and how they did over the weekend, they probably outscored North. Yep, yep, it, it, definitely, quite, quite easily. Uh, I'd, I'd say. Um, just looking at uh, Selwood, 43 touches. Is that the first 40-plus game for the year for anybody? I think it is. I can't remember any others, um, so I'm going to say this. Um, so it's a season high but I mean yeah end, end of the day I mean you can almost forget how good Selwood is because Dangerfield's there yeah um, but yeah he's he's a legit talent no doubt and even Mitch Duncan flies on, on like he gets good accolades but he flies on the radar he could be a, a number one in uh, other teams I reckon yeah, yeah no, I agree a couple of nice ones um, and Harry Taylor finally kicked the goal he's yeah. been playing forward for five weeks um, and been doing okay but it's not many tall forwards that can play five weeks without kicking a goal and not yeah, brought into question. He I has been swinging back. Keeps though. going for the spoil in the market contest. That's why. <laughs> I don't Old understand habits. why they're persisting with putting him forward. Like, obviously, Chris Scott has a plan somewhere, but yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure either. I don't see the benefit when you've already got quality forwards and well, you've got a, a great backman. Well, I mean, that's I think that's the problem is when you go tall backs, they've got Lonigan, Mackey, and even Lockie Henderson. Yeah. Um, Lockie Henderson, yeah, 
They could just be trying to develop the next wave of uh, key backmen. So yeah, give someone else to run there, see see who you got, what you can do. I mean, I'm just talking shit. I don't know what they're doing, but <laughs> you know, it's, there'll be one reason I would think. Because otherwise, it's yeah, it's perfluous to put him in the forward line. And Tui looks good uh, running out of that back line with all those yeah. guys. So yeah, I think he is a bit. He's too good of a player to get rid of. Oh, definitely. They just got to find a spot for him, and they just put him everywhere. Yeah. Um. So he's become a. Utility. I mean, at his age as well, that'd be pretty. Decent role, I reckon. You just get to run around. You get like dealer's choice, pretty much. Yeah, yeah just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah like I don't know. I can trust you. You'll be right. Um, uh, the next game. Yeah, Hawthorne running over West Coast. Never in doubt. West Coast uh, breaking the hearts of eighty percent of AFL football <laughs> followers, uh, especially one John Longmire and one Nathan Buckley. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, they're probably uh, Longmore. I don't know if Brad Scott was that, that happy either, but he's less worried about his. Brad job. Scott's never happy. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's that true. That's true. Um, and you know, it was while it's great for Hawthorne to win and kick, you know, the best part of twenty goals. Um, let's not kid ourselves. West Coast were woeful. Yeah, I remember watching it and thinking, "This is happening. These two teams are just again." It, it looked like I, I must assume that the weather was fucking awful because. Um, well, because it was. Let's be honest. There was uh, it was a pretty rainy weekend. But it, I, I think this is the only dry game in Melbourne besides the Etihad one. It looked like a VFL match. Yeah, at times it did. Yeah. Um, what was good though uh, to see the changes that Clarkson did make. Although he downplayed it in the press conference afterwards. Yeah. But you can see they went back to uh, 2008 style f- press, and they mm-hmm. really pressed hard. Yep. Which meant that any time that. Um, there was one fumble or a contested ball that went the other way. It was easy pickings for goals the other end. And that's what happened. I think the first four goals were all uh, for West Coast. The first four were just you know, uh, Jack Darling kicking him out of the goal square because yeah. he's there by himself. He ran hard to get there, mind you. Yep. Um, but it was good to see there was something else there. Um, it wasn't just, well, you know, I'm experimenting, I'm experimenting, let's keep going, stick to it. Um, they changed yeah. things up. And the good thing for the Hawks is that at least one of their recruits has worked out in Tom Mitchell. <laughs> He's been killing it all year. And yeah. we will fly so far under the radar seasons. just because Hawthorne aren't winning. But um, he's one of the probably best performers at the moment. Definitely in their team. Yeah, he's had 30-odd <laughs> touches, but he's still, um, you know, two handballs to every kick. Yeah. And, and like I said, his kicking's, yeah. It's unfair he's in the wrong side because he gets compared to Sam Mitchell for obvious reasons. Mm. And he's not as good. Yep. Um, and I think that was a real shame too that Sam Mitchell didn't play. Yeah, um, I, oh, I thought as well. Was it legit, you reckon? Yeah. No, um, it was fixed. He is an absolute competitive bastard. <laughs> he would have loved to have been out there. Yeah. And I guarantee, you know, while he'd like that, you know, his old teammates and his old coach is now the pressure's off a tiny little bit. Yeah. He, he wanted the four points. Yeah. Like, he definitely. wants to win. And especially, like, if you're playing your mates, you don't be the one that gets has to cop shit afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not about to mm. give the shit. Yeah, those text messages would have been running wild, I'm sure. Mm. Um, it was good to see uh, Sirioli took another nice mark in his farewell season before he gets back <laughs> to Tiwi Island. <laughs> I think uh, the rumours that Clarko actually uh, apologised to Kerry afterwards. Um, legit apologised for making it personal about because the line that. Clarko said was I think uh, something along the lines he should of know better. Kerry should shut up because you know if we start talking about him we could talk all day or something yeah, he's like we, he could, we, could, we could go to we town we could annihilate him all and considering he had seven years at North with Kerry he would know the stories that didn't make it to uh, <laughs> to papers and yeah it's a good point there would be considering what did there would be some highly illegal and inflammatory shit yeah I didn't so, realise their careers crossed over yeah 
Yeah, for a long time. I think it makes Kerry's, sense when you think about Kerry's, it. Carries around NDAs for everyone he meets, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not kill the lily. He's a fucking cunt. Yeah. Like, uh, so for Clarko to apologise, to me, it's him more being like, look, I don't want to get in a slinging match with this bastard because I can go to my bottom, not the bottom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, Kerry is a big cunt. Yeah. Like, he is huge. This is true. Yeah. And one of the best footballers ever. Yeah, he still is. He's just it's like OJ Simpson, great running back. Yeah, probably See, killed his wife. <laughs> I love See, that Chappelle part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. Where he's like, well, that man ran off over ten thousand yards. <laughs> the thing is, you're right when you say he's a big cunt. Cause he is a big cunt and also a big cunt. Yep, so that's why I'd be apologising to him too if I said something <laughs> personal about him. I'm sorry, Wayne. Well, I've said lots of personal stuff about him. Let's be honest, I've never met him. So, um, I I don't know how well you guys watched this one. Um, but uh, Ryan Burton, um, playing as a, a key backman, um, got the Rising Star nod in rounds two. He might actually give it a shake, you know. I'll be honest, in terms of watching it closely, as soon as I realised West Coast were going to win, I lost all interest. Uh, West Coast lost, but that's all right. Um, yeah, West Coast I, were going to lose. I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah, he definitely watched that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't pay much attention to, to it really. I was getting to a blowout. I mean, it's always good to see West Coast fail again at MCG, so I was happy about that, and that was my little win. That was your little win? Yep. Well, you know, Hawthorne were winning, so I made sure I watched the final side, <laughs> then waited for the highlights to be uploaded and watched them <laughs> twice. Well, the funny thing was that all the West Coast stars went missing again. Like, Lacroix didn't shocked. do anything. Lacroix was a shocker. He, like we said, even Jack Darling kicked four goals, but they were about the only four kicks he had all day. Yeah, yep. Um, and, and Josh Kennedy seems to have a real quiet one. Uh, whenever he goes to the MCG. Mm. I think his last six games, his best return is two. Having said that, he does give away handballs when he's dead in front a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so he's not trying to pad his stats either. Clearly, he doesn't give a shit. Um, I thought that uh, Tim O'Brien played the best game of his career. And it was funny because during the week, I was talking to another Hawthorne mate. And we were like, you know, draw a line for him. He's not good enough for Box Hill. Why is he doing <laughs> here? Goes out and kicks three. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Fuck. <laughs> he will do. How did you see Sicily's match? Good. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, it was good that he was playing 90% of his time up forward. Mm. Um, and he's got a great pair of hands. He seems a bit bipolar to me in the way that he, when everything's going his way, he's he looks great. And then as soon as something happens to snap his concentration, he seems to just take his mind off footy and want to do other shit. He has an argument with himself. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, he does have that uh, little fire, uh, I think, right behind the, the, the eyes. There's a fire that's also easily distracted. Like It seems like you could... If you jingled a bit, of, a few keys in front of him while you're talking to him, he just sort of look at them and play he, with them. He's no Rupert Bell, <laughs> <laughs> but at least he took some grabs. And talk about taking grabs. Um, ben McAvoy was uh, probably best on ground, and he's been getting killed this year in the rucks. Um, so it was to come up against Nathan Vardy, who's not a you know a, a first stringer, mm. um, not a ruckman's yeah, asshole. Yeah. Is, is McAvoy a legitimate first stringer ruckman? Well, he's the one they got. <laughs> he's the one with. That's done. what I mean. Um, but he he was like I said best on ground, so it took him took him to task. Um, something about Cyril Rioli too. I don't know if you noticed he was playing. But if you listen to the commentary, he was mm. they were going nuts about him in the first quarter when he hadn't done anything yet. Yep. So when he legitimately did something amazing, yeah, um, it's the same reaction. Yep. I thought, guys, there's got to be you can't just be ten all the time. It's just a button on the soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Just press it each time. I'm sick of it. Pretty I think much. Bruce has actually been dead for a couple of years. They've just got that Cyril soundboard. And, Weekend uh, yeah. of Brucey's. <laughs> could happen. I'm going to say, if Daniel overtakes him, which looks like you know that could happen sooner rather than later, mm. I don't know. Bruce's heart might be torn. Do you think he can handle the pressure? Yeah. yeah. Daniel, I mean. 
Oh, I thought you Bruce. <laughs> I thought, will his heart give out? You know, like, maybe, um, but he, you well, refer I'll check first. He does have two hounds, but only one penis. But uh, do you, think, you know of. We think Daniel could handle Bruce, give him a ride to the MCG when the game's on and, you know, talking him up every yeah, every five it's, seconds. It's, it's the ride his mail. It's the ride home he's worried about, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Um, but no, it was, a, it was a good all-around effort from Hawthorne. It was good to, you know, it's hard to win games of footy these days, but you know, we've got one on the board. That's all we need. Well, one of the games around came up next at the G on Monday night. Wasn't it a fantastic... Again, like we say, not pretty football, but geez, no. it was good to watch. See, I'd, All day. I, maybe I'm just easily um, amused or easily pleased. I don't want pretty football. I don't like the hamble, hamble, hamble that hits a, hits a mark every damn time. I like the grind. Because you don't have a choice. <laughs> well. <laughs> but... Um, I, I still like kicks that hit targets. No, <laughs> see, I, I like wet weather football because it's all about yards gained. <laughs> I really don't like our backline fumbling the ball every time it fucking goes down. <laughs> but the one thing that Richmond did well all game was when the ball went to ground, they managed to punch it forward. Just like, uh, kept it moving. Kept it moving forward. Kept moving forward. And it's a, it's a, not the artistic form of AFL football, but it's that grind, hard, uh, blue collar, just I'm not going to give a fucking inch sort of footy that I like watching. It was just that last line of defence that held up uh, time and time again because Melbourne, they just had more people around the ball, which is always yep. uh, a gamble because you're betting that you're going to get first use of it and not get killed on the counter. And Melbourne did that to a T, but they just couldn't convert on the board. The last line just wasn't uh, wasn't um, uh, falling down for them. It was a game of burst, though, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and that's was... why they ran out of legs in the, in the final quarter. They just well, couldn't pull that pressure on around the yeah. ball. Because well, when you watched it, there was always too many Melbourne players around the ball. So yeah. you know that they're, they're short somewhere else on the ground. And that's be. why Richmond's are always those counter goals running straight through the middle, just kick it long, and you've got one-on-one. Yeah. One, 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 uh... Speaking of being short around the ground, like they were short on the bench too, obviously. Yeah, yeah Smith. Uh... Smith. I'm not sure what Smith did, but I, I know that Spencer, he did his shoulder, hmm. and then he went back on, and then he did his ankle, and they went, you know what, yeah. that's, that's fucking enough. And now I think he's going to miss two months as well. Yeah, so... If you're a ruckman at Melbourne, shit, looking, looking like you've got a good, yeah. good season. Uh, actually, I saw Gorney. He's, yeah, uh, I saw the photos. He's he's he's, he's gone. The, the he's beard's done. gone. He's he's got the big must handlebar mustache, just about. Yeah, it's, it's, like not, a, it's not a handlebar mustache. Salvador Dali kind of. It's kind of like thing. character from Guess Who. Yeah, a little bit. He looks twelve. Yeah, but I, I'm not sure how to take this. Who I most feel sorry for is the kid out of that uh, yeah. Kick ad. <laughs> he's been ages growing that fucking beard. Um, and now it's all for nothing. Um, but uh, the Tigers, again, uh, d- does Dusty get three more votes? Well, it's tough to put it past Jack. I'm going to say. Like, like, the, this, those first three goals, snap on the left, snap on the right, then uh, uh, one from, what was it, on the angle, yeah. one on the other side of the angle. I, I did like it when, in, uh, was it Daisy Pierce was interviewing him afterwards? And he said, yeah. when, did, when did you know it was your day? He goes, yeah. oh, that first one. Yeah. When that <laughs> went in, I knew I was on. Yeah. See, uh, Daisy gave him a bit of a smack on the bum. I did see that. Yes, I think he, he went away. It did Good seem like she was actually aiming for his uh, his lower back, but uh, no, he, own that up. Own own that. Like you said, he's he's taller um, than you think. He's actually taller than Nick. Yeah. Um, so maybe she didn't take it into account, despite the yeah. fact that she was standing right next to him. Or, or maybe she just thought, "This is my shot." Good on her. One yeah. thing that I liked about this game was that. Um, I kind of got a, a feel for what it was like to be a Hawthorne supporter. <laughs> with like all the free kicks like going our way and the free kicks not being paid to the way. So I feel like I generally know what it's like to be a Hawthorne supporter, except I don't have anything to drink out of. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a, quite a few mugs. Uh, there was, I thought, holding the ball decisions on the night. I'm like, well, he didn't handball that. Yeah. And he had it and he got tackled. Yeah. It's, it's almost like the wet weather discount was given. Yeah. Well, um, what about slipping uh, ball? Who was it? Rance. Not Rance. Um, 
remember who it was, just ran it straight out of, out of bounds. Straight out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, there was one. <laughs> like, it, it would have been... He could have had another 10 metres on the boundary. He still wouldn't have made it in. Like, made sure it definitely was Grimes. That's right. I was say, I thought it was Grimes. And then there were some holding the balls that uh, Richmond should have been pinged for. Yeah. And so, it just made me feel really good. You know, umpires on our side. <laughs> um, I feel like the tide's changing. Well, uh, I've certainly felt it the other way um, because we didn't get any good ones, Hawthorne. But yeah. um, when you mentioned the out-of-bounds on the f- uh, deliberate out-of-bounds, Sorry, going back to the Hawthorne one, Shannon Hearn uh, handballed to somebody who was in the third row. <laughs> uh, well, he's a player. That's, that's not deliberate. Um, but anyway, uh, back to this one. I thought Jack Watts also had a, a great game. Yeah. Um, considering he was thrown into a role um, as the, the lead ruckman. Yeah. You know, he's pinch hitted in the ruck yeah. before. He a great goal from about 55 yeah. metres out too. I, I it's think the second match he's had to do this after Gorn went down. Yeah, because he had to um, take the ruck yeah. duties. The, not the confidence he's got now too is, is Honestly, a big I, factor. I think he seems to like it because he, he's played some good games as the number one ruckman and uh, no pressure games too I think yeah. it frees him up around the ground too because the, uh, the actual ruckman is going to pick him up around the ground so they've got to adjust mm. around him it'll be interesting because I don't know what their ruck stocks are like now because Spencer was the backup and now he's gone for two months mm. so it might be Jack Watts is the uh, the lead ruckman yeah. in which case if he goes out there and gets five hit outs you're like hey Fuck yeah. yeah. Five hit-outs. He'll probably have to be rotating. I don't think he'll be the standline Ruckman. I think he'll rotate with Smith or something. No, but he might be the number one Ruckman, though. Yeah, yeah that's true. Just yeah, by default. Yeah, I exactly. think he's a, a good around-the-ground Ruckman. I think at the set of bounces, he'll get fucking annihilated. Yeah, but that's what you got to do. Yeah. So he got 11 uh, hit-outs on, on the night, um, you know, which is uh, okay. You know, it, it's, it's all right. I mean, Nan Curvis, um, like we said, he, he's... Playing exceptional this, yeah. this year, better he's than top level, yep. better than we would have thought. Well, he's probably in the top five of ruckman going around at the minute because he's so. fucking injured. Mm. Um, so I thought Castagna had a good game as well, presenting himself well in the forward line, and also on, across the the middle of the ground did very well to push the ball forward, not trying to think cute, just um, mm. being very smart in the contest. Young caddy as well, he did some smart stuff, did some dumb yeah. stuff too, but yeah. you know, Richmond. Uh, yeah. So it's very geez, even Reese Conker yeah. did some good shit. Coming back, the old the old fella. I think he's only twenty six or something, but he's got a body of an old fella. It, it feels weird to say, but Richmond did some smart stuff. Even Basher Hooley, he he did some very smart. Uh, he did actually, yeah. You kicks to position. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I should call it smart, but I think they they didn't do dumb things. Yeah, and that's good. Yep, that's definitely an improvement. I, I think smart was, enough. Smart we, enough. We didn't. We, we didn't try and think ourselves through a very simple strategy game. Yeah, it's Just wet. Kick a forward. On. Yep. It was very interesting. The insight with um, Jack Viney mic'd up and about. How he, like they transitioned from whatever game plan they had into that Wetworth game, and they were just making a point of it. This is what Jack Vine does. He goes around there and, and tells the team, and he's the general. I'm like, surely if it rains, that's all given. You know what yeah. to do. Like, <laughs> you don't need someone. To, if you need someone to go around and tell you, uh, kick it along, son. I don't know. Some of those players, you might have to tell them that it's raining. Yeah, yeah this is true. <laughs> this is true. But I thought Viney was good. Um, he's great at being one of those annoying little bastards. So was Melksham. Melksham did a great job of being a pain in the ass for, for a lot of people. Um, Hibbard had a good game as well. I think. Yeah, Hibbard did too. Was he his first game for Melbourne? Can't remember. I think so. Um, I so, think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he, he lined up um, all right. He had some really tough plays. Um, yeah. Towards the end. Yep. Actually, one uh, bit of news I did see come out was Griffin in the VFL got another concussion, another big knock. Did he? He he, he can't last. I don't the know. Yeah, he's got a small fucking head. I don't know. <laughs> it's it. it like seven feet in the air. Well, maybe it's a normal sized head, but it just keeps getting dented in. <laughs> it's like Dwight Howard. <laughs> That's the, he's had what uh, two concussions so far this year and he's averaging about one or so a year uh, Billy Bob you got to call him well they're going to have to put a line through him they yeah, probably are 
Like, if, if it was one more this year, it absolutely has to happen. Well, years ago, I remember Kurt Tippett, um, he got two in the space of three weeks or something like that. And they, they just put him out and said, look, you're not playing for the next four weeks. Mm. Something like that. Um, when he was at Adelaide. Yeah. So maybe they do have to say, mate, take a month off, no contact, yeah. and we'll see how we're going after that. I think with Tippett, they just realised he always looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> probably did. Probably well, I know did. in... in uh, Contact, like fighting sports, you get uh, a compulsory three month to plus. Yeah, uh, if you get KO'd, I mean, granted, a KO is a bit different it's to a concussion. Yeah, I'm gonna say, and they have you know a concussion, a concussion, a concussion. Now you're KO'd. Yeah, in the space yeah. of five minutes. It's a Mazzagati referee. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say in the space of five minutes or three minutes twenty if you're yeah. Ronda Rousey. Also, I think Melbourne had cleaner skills in the wet here, with the exception of Daniel Rioli, who seems to have the most important eight touches per game. <laughs> so he's shit for your super coach, but... <laughs> he did some brilliant pickups in the wet. Yeah. Like, crazy, yeah. just managed to just fingertip the ball off the ground, on the run, yeah. while eight people are trying to grab him. Just, just create space great. where there isn't any. Yeah, yeah absolutely. A little knack for doing that. His, uh, his first step, the explosive nature of it, is just astounding to watch. Hmm. Um, so Richmond go 5-0 and um, for the first time since the 40s or something like that. Um, There's no keeping a lid on it now. No. Nah, oh, they got, well, Adelaide and Adelaide Oval. I think that'll put a lid back on it. But well, yeah, but for the next few days, um, my advice is to live it up. Just fucking... Why not? Enjoy it. Go for, enjoy it. Uh, look, everyone knows that uh, there will be a, a crash involved in this train, but fuck it. Enjoy the ride until then. But I think 5-0 and is enough to get Harwick through to the end of the year. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, to a... It's enough to get him through at the very least until round 14. I think if they don't win another game until then, he'll be fucked. But um, Yeah, maybe if they lose 10 in a row, all right. Yeah. But um, all things being equal. Um, but I think his, his pass mark is, can he keep Dusty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he does enough to keep him, then all right, sweet, you get another go. Yep. So he'd be enjoying his footy right now, so it shouldn't be impossible. He's killing it, Dusty. Yeah. Absolutely killing it. Just getting better each game too. I, th- I think that extra trim down has made a big difference in, in his game. He's not as lethargic and he can play out full quarter, uh, full games. Yeah, well, the story I heard was the uh, North's uh, recruiting strategy was to tell Rance to try and convert Dusty to Mormonism. <laughs> uh, but it's just pissed him off and he's played better footy. So it might have backfired. No one's brave enough to knock on Dusty's door. <laughs> <laughs> there is no door. It's being fucking kicked down by cops. <laughs> um, and on to finally the Anzac Day game. Um, Always uh, a great game. Always a great game. Uh, actually, the last couple have been pretty shit because Essendon have been shit. But it's, it's a great occasion. Mm, yep. um, but today was fantastic. It was back to the, the Anzac Day games of old. Yep. Yeah. And if uh, if 80% of football supporters were upset with uh, West Coast effort, I'd say 90% were pretty pleased with uh, Essendon's. Um, is Buckley's worst start to his career, um, coaching-wise? Uh, one in four. saying something. Um, yeah, can, they're usually fast starters, Collingwood, and die off towards the end of the mm. year. So I don't know where they go if they die off from here. Well, usually they get injury-plagued halfway through the year. Fuck knows why, but it just seems to be seems a to common be. occurrence. But now they don't have that excuse, so... Oh, they actually got players coming back. Uh, Wells, w- Wells played his, his first, first one. Yeah. And did very well, I thought. Did okay. Did okay. Um, Danaher got the, uh, got the medal, and... Yep. For, for me, a lot of people said well deserved and everything. For me, I thought he was a li- liability to be honest. Well, I looked at it as he wasn't best on ground, but I know that the Anzac Day Medal isn't a strict best on ground. Yeah. They say it's the values yeah. of blah 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 blah. I had Tippett Woody. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I definitely. thought he was unbelievable. Yep. Like, did he have four or five chase down holding the yep. ball decisions? And aren't yep. they great to watch? Oh, uh, he had it's, on. Um, it's as good as a, a, a big grab on uh, the other hyphen Hoskin Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, I think that was although, his last one. I would have thought 
bouncing in the wet. Generally not what you do. He went for the old double bounce in the end. Yeah, and this, mate, come on. Well, You're taking the piss. Is kicking to yourself a legitimate strategy for bouncing? Like the uh, Irish style? Yes. Was? Yes, you can. If you handball, it counts. Like, if you handball 15... You're still in possession. Yeah, you're still in possession. So if you handball 15 metres and catch it, yep. then you've run too far. Right. But if you kick it 15 metres and catch it, oh, you're I meant fine. just like the Irish kick yeah. to yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah you can do that. Chip. What he should have done is when the ball didn't come back to him, he should have gone, you know what? It's probably a really fast bloke right next to me. Yeah. You know? I reckon if I grab it again, he's going to tackle me. Yeah. And he Maybe loved the tackle too. Fucking oath he did. And well, like, I'm with you. I thought he was uh, the medalist for sure. I, I would have loved to have seen it. Who picks the medal? It was Mark Robinson, Jake Nile, and Brad Sewell. And, uh, so no one that knows about footy then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mark two of them Robinson, had Danaher's best on ground. Uh, well, sorry, as three votes, and the other one had him as two votes. So he, he won it handily, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, maybe. Look, he won it with a handy. But, but uh, Tip and Woody didn't get a vote. That's, that's fucked bullshit. Yeah. That is fucked up. Uh, that's the exact reason why I checked it, because I thought he was brilliant. Yep. Um, and when if they're saying it's not a best on ground, it's you know Anzac Spirit, the Courage Team, where blah 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 blah. I'm like, dude, the the lad had a game. Yeah, and the amount of times I saw Danaher pull out of a chase or yeah. just decide, no, nah, fuck it, I'm letting him run by, gives me the shits. I'm, look, he's a quality player. Don't get I mean, me wrong. He did kick a goal from legit seventy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tipper was running around with fixed bayonets. <laughs> <laughs> he was over the, like he did a brilliant match. I, I honestly, I'm stunned that he wasn't best on ground. I, I'm sure you'll get all the plaudits in. Inside the four walls, that's that's the, the term they use nowadays, isn't it? If, if he doesn't get at least two on Brownlow Day, uh, the umpires have no idea. Uh, they'll give they'll give three to Merritt, two to Heppel, and one to Watson out of habit. Yeah. <laughs> Trelaw um, had a good one. Trelaw did. He's had a good he, year. He's yeah. had a brilliant season. You yeah. always if, pencil uh, him in for performing week in, week out. Yeah, if they were actually having a better season, yeah. he would be a Brownlow darkie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought if they were four and one, um, he's probably right up there with uh, Dusty and... Um, uh, from Adelaide, Sloan. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's probably still, you know, he, he's probably polling in, in four games um, yeah. so far. Um, little Green, too. Yes, he Little Green. a really nice run. Like, um, uh, as a crumbing forward, I thought he did some brilliant goals. Considering he was an off-cast from uh, the Lions. Like, nobody <laughs> wanted him. <laughs> That's um, tough if you're off-cast the Lions. Exactly. Mm. Um, like, which, no, I'll stay. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um he, he might be, though, the second best crumbing forward in uh, in the team, yeah. though. Because Aurasia Fantasia is, to be honest, if I'm picking All-Australian after four, uh, five rounds, he's he's on he's in there. He's got yeah. the BT factor. Oh, um, I love saying his name. Orazio. Mm. He is almost Rioli-esque in terms of enthusiasm yeah. that the commentators have for him. Yeah, and, and well-deserved. I think every time he, he the ball gets near him, he looks like he's going to kick a goal. Yeah, mm. yep. um, he had a good year last year, and I think he f- sort of flew under the radar because Essendon were, yeah. um, you know, awful, awful. Um, but uh, now he's going to get. You're going to have to start paying attention to him. You're going to have to go. All right, what are we doing about um, Fantasia this week? Yeah, yep. And luckily, he's small, so you're not going to waste a big man yeah. having, to, having to mark him off. Um, you you got to put somebody that can keep up with him. He's so quick. Yeah, I don't know who who. We, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who they play next week. So. Um, Watson got uh, 28 possessions. I didn't see him do much, to be honest. He's uh, gone back to a little bit of his plotting ways, um, and he's a distributor, uh, and mm-hmm. lets you know the other guys like Merritt and um, I did Heppel see do the running. A lot of the time, uh, he was sort of the the man just off the pack, but had a really long handball to the third man who was uh, running by. Yeah, um, which uh, if that's the the team order, it's pretty well done. So he's pretty much a mediator. It's working for you. It's working for you, isn't it? Bloody earth. Um, Hurley, 
um, Hurley and uh, Bagley down back. Yeah. They yeah. were rock solid. Yeah, he's, he's having a good year, Hurley, as well. Mm, very much so. He, he was uh, uh, All-Australian a couple of years back. A couple of years ago. And he looks just as good now. Yeah. Good crowds for the two wet weather games, uh, Anzac Eve and Anzac Day as well. 80,000 for both. Just under mm. 85 for the Tigers and just under 90 yeah. for Essendon. And like you said, raining for both. Yeah, and mm. especially like the Tigers one where it's two teams playing. So to get, you know, obviously... There's always some, two teams playing. No, but I mean, so you're not drawing from like the whole of Melbourne support base, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just two teams. Whereas right. like an Anzac Day, everyone's going to go watch it. It's an yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, uh, Anzac Eve, Melbourne, Richmond, they're turning into an event. I find that Good. Melbourne just gets behind those sorts of things, yeah. which is leading me onto a tangent I was thinking about, where Robert Whitaker looking for a shot at the belt, but yep. they don't reckon that he'll sell at Etihad Stadium. I reckon, hands down for sure, he'll sell at Etihad Stadium fighting for a belt. Yeah, yep. hang on. If they put the uh, pricing right, because when they had the, the Rousey fight, it was like, hey, you want a seat? It's going to be $300. Like, get yeah, but all that happened was no one from Melbourne bought, bought seats there yeah, because yeah. we're used to paying normal prices, whereas yeah. people from Perth and people from Sydney pay fucking extraordinary prices. So they were like, no, sweet, yep, we're going across for it. So pretty much no one from Melbourne went. It was just all interstaters. So for someone like sure. Whitaker fighting for a belt, I think it will definitely sell out. Petition the UFC, get it, get it happening in Australia because well, Bissing was supposed to fight. Even if they're not going to sell 70000 um, you know, it doesn't have to be at Etihad. Because yeah. if you put it in, you know, Rod Laver, Rod Laver, you're selling thirty, yeah, forty thousand. That's a that's a good house for any UFC event. Yeah, but Eddie had's got that, uh, like Roof. they like breaking records. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they always yeah. want to like push push records. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to see in that house, and I think it'll be good to have an Australian kind of uh, champ. Uh, fly, um, flies on the Australian yeah, passport, fighting uh, in Melbourne. So. I, I did like uh, he came out and said to, "I'm not chasing Bisping. I'm chasing the belt. I, yeah. If he gives it to his neighbour, I'll fight his neighbour." Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. <coughs> Already done it. Good. 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 But uh, I, I actually really enjoyed the match. Um, towards the end, I was, I actually found myself hoping Collingwood would get a, a sneaky late goal just to just to tighten get, it up a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, no more than one or two, just to make him stay for the very end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But uh, enjoyable match. Uh, it was hard fought on both sides. Neither side really gave up. Um, and Buckley still has no excuses. So, yay. Um, I picked that this would be like the, the start of the rough times when uh, Essendon come from now. Um, yeah. So I think the emotion's gone now. And, yep. you know, we, we yeah. it. and the slog of a season comes back into it. They could prove me wrong. I um, think that so one so. win, though. Uh, Essendon that's, proved shit for a long time. So. <laughs> the season's good enough now. For them, yeah, they're not. Much. They were never aiming for finals, uh, so I think a win over Collingwood Anzac Day—that's as good as a final win. Well, I mean, they're sitting eighth at the minute, mm. um, but yeah, yeah, they're going to drop off. I, I, I think so, but you know, hey, let's, let's see what happens. Uh, so on to round six, then uh, we've got an absolute cracker on Friday night. The Giants are hosting the Bulldogs yeah. in Canberra. Uh, Friday night Canberra game. Yeah, yeah. University of Wales is cracker of a match. <laughs> fucking fun. Um, it's yeah, going to be a, a great crowd there Friday night too That's just, no, I actually just, think it'll get a fair crowd just because you'll have the, the people knocking off from work going fuck it I'm not going home it's Canberra what are we going to do I don't think it holds a fair crowd <laughs> well it'll be a fair crowd for the ground I mean because what are you going to do in Canberra go out mm, I don't know I'm there's not... nowhere to go yeah. so you might as well go to the footy it's anything on they probably don't know the footy's on either though <laughs> does anyone else find it stupid that it's called the University of New South Wales ground and it's in the ACT yep I find the whole ACT stupid full stop. Yeah, so. yeah this is true. That is true. Um, yeah. What was the point of making the ACT? I, I still don't get it. I'm sure it's probably some tax purposes for <laughs> the residents there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Actually, you're probably spot on. 
some some mate who owned property. Like, yep. let's build it here. You know, we'll have to pay him. Yeah. Mm. I'm no, sure it's, like, it's all dodgy like that. Can we get a tax break for uh, home here? Only if it's a different state. We'll fucking put a new one in. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> what are you building? Brothel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, how good a match is it going to be? Um, GOS and Bulldogs. Well, they've been trying to... Remember, this rivalry is meant to be happening because yep. of Griffin and uh, Tom Boyd. Um, well, just the, the, the Westerns all you need. There's yeah, the Western yeah, Bulldogs yeah, and yeah, the Greater cool Western, so... And Bulldogs... Best West, of the West. West Coast Eagles are here going, oi! <laughs> <laughs> um, the Bulldogs, you know, ended the season for GWS in the prelim um, last year, so uh, it's. It, I think it's going to be an absolute well, crack. Pretty much Bulldogs stole their cup, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Might feel like it. Well... All that aside, you've got two sides that are pretty fucking great to watch. Oh, fourth and fifth on the ladder. Um, and Still in a canter, both of them, too. Yeah, mm. I, I guess I don't think we've seen the best of the Bulldogs yet. Yeah. Um, they're going to need it against GWS, and I think I'm going to tip GWS after they've uh, they're, touched up they're, they're both quick, both very speedy sides, and it's going to be... I can't see it being a clean game, just because they're both going to play too quickly. Anderson um, Canberra. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um but I'm going to go with GWS based on the fact that they've played there before. I'm going with GWS based on just a bit of local knowledge here. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Bulldogs do play fairly regularly down in Canberra. I only know that because uh, Uncle's a Bulldog supporter and he travels down for it uh, mm. a, a fair amount of time. The, what did the Oval used to be called? They used to play it in Canberra? It started with them. Monica. 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 Oh, it's the same Oval, is it? Yeah. Uh, or a different Oval? No, it's the same Oval, isn't it? It's the same. Yeah. It could be. They've renamed it. Yeah, they've renamed, what I remember. Yeah. Um, well, that's certainly the suburb anyway. Um yeah, so we got uh, we got GWS, GWS, yep, clean sweep, yep. yep. Uh, Saturday we got Hawthorne and St Kilda down in Tassie. Um, yeah, this is going to be an ugly game. Let's be honest. See, the only reason I'm going to tip Hawks, Hawks is because it's down there. Well, um, Saints, I think, will really take it right up to them. I guess like, their running game is going to be really hard for Hawthorne to match yeah um, so I think the streak is something like 20 odd games in a row they've won in Tassie but uh, it won't last out this year that's for sure um, but it might end here I, I just think that the way St Kilda plays is the exact way you need to play to beat Hawthorne see I, I think St Kilda playing so many games that Eddie had they're not used to outdoors as much it and, might be true you know and the, the wind tends to be fucking everywhere yeah. Down yeah. in Tassie. I mean, playing on real grass, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they might get lost. Mm, so, Hawthorne are a bumpy track bully down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've got the Hawks just uh, because no one likes playing in Tasmania. No. That's the problem. So, you're never really that motivated going down to Tassie. Uh, Unless you're Ben Brown, because you see mm, both sides of his family. Carlton hosting Sydney, and Sydney, I think, will be just looking at, yes, thank you. This is exactly what we needed yep. right now. Go uh, for Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> you go for Carlton just to just to see what happens. I just got this feeling of irony that Sydney will finally be able to get one on the board, and Carlton will just have one of those freak yeah. games where you, everything works in your favour. You pull everything together, and I mean they're still a professional team, I think. Are they? Well, is, it's at the MCG though. Is Cruiser? I back? don't know. If Cruiser's back, I'm actually on Carlton. Yeah, I, I've got a little bit of that too. I think Cruiser, and if Daisy's back, then I'm on Sydney. Yeah, at the G. <laughs> yeah, at the G is interesting because um, yep. I thought Carlton would have enjoyed this much more at Etihad. Yeah, they knocked off uh, Geelong and Collingwood back to back last year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's about time for them to pull one out of the bag. Uh, Brisbane Lions are hosting Port Adelaide. Um, this is, could be a very interesting one because Brisbane showed something last week and, you know, with their accuracy, kept them in the game. Yeah. And Port need um, to, I think, continue get the the ball rolling for them. Yeah. Did uh, Paddy Ryder have another um, Simi Monday? 
from the MRP? I don't think so. I've got a feeling it might have been downgraded to a fine. I, I did check the MRPs, and I think it was fines all around. Yeah. Um, the yeah. MRP has been pretty lenient this season so far. very soft. I don't mind it. Yeah, I like it. Fuck it. Hit him in the hip pocket hurts him more than having a week off work. Yeah, and I mean... Just uh, you get paid the same as the MRP official whether you're doing something or not. So hey, <laughs> yeah. you can sit at home and go, it. ah, just give him a fine. I can't be fucked well, up. Maybe, so. maybe they get uh, a finder's fee for the fine, like a commission. <laughs> they don't have to rock up for work. Yeah, they can do a job <laughs> and not actually rock up to it yeah. and get paid. Yeah, they're on commission. They get no show jobs. It's great. Yeah. It's how the mafia runs. Um, I think Port are going to have too much. Uh, yeah. Too I think much for Brisbane it. have got their consistent uh, performers that have been good, but they need people to step up if they're going to be able to take it on a team like Port. I, I just don't think they're physical enough. I think Port are going to just out-muscle them. And uh, little uh, little Pepper Pot is going to just put hands in faces left, right and centre. He's big in the cu- first couple of weeks. and um, quiet, but, I mean, last week everyone had a day out. Um, so it would be good for him to put a few back-to-back, I think. Mm. Uh, North... <coughs> gone dry. Uh, North hosting Gold Coast. Um, at Etihad Stadium. Must win. <laughs> well, yeah, could be. Depends what your goals are for the season. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it depends if you're trying to compete for that number one draft pick or not. You could use some more players, so you know, maybe just sit on the hands. Proves well, out again. <laughs> <laughs> well, Goldstein's probably going to be out, um, which means Dor will come back in. Um, Prius yeah. should as well. They've got some mobile Ruckmans, um, Gold Coast do. Uh, so you've got to try oh, and keep up with them. Priya should eat them alive. Yeah. Um, Door won't be able to keep up around the ground, so just let him stick uh, around the half forward, take uh, the forward rucks. And uh, with Prius's long bomb kicking, just tell him to fucking knock the fucking shit out of it when he has a chance. Fuck this little handball to Rover bullshit. Put your fist in someone's face and then just kick it long. Um, I'll make a prediction that uh, if Prius plays, Gary Ablett goes off injured. <laughs> I reckon it's a, it's a 50-50 chance that happens I'm making a prediction that both teams score more points than goals yeah, Swallow, <laughs> Swallow might go off injured too I don't know which one um, could be both yeah, it could damage the back of his throat um, West Coast and Frio in the derby um, I think the MRP like we said they're just licking their lips at this one because <laughs> <laughs> uh, both teams at 3-2 and two, both teams need to show something you know, West Coast obviously was shocking last week Frio did just enough um, big Sandy is going to have a big day out. How many members are the Dockers going to lose this match? <laughs> How many members? Yeah, just based on the fact that they'll probably go real loose, start swearing, throwing shit, and I'll have to the Frio membership squad's going to come out and go, oh shit, we've got to take it off him, off him, off him. <laughs> Here's the thing with Frio memberships that you can't afford to give it away because that's your seat. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Otherwise, when they come good, you can't go watch even if you want to. There's a massive waiting list for them, isn't it? Yeah. Until you know they get into the new stadium yep. um, next year. New Perth Stadium, yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, Frio are in with a show here. Um, I think they're a bloody good show just because of the their uh, benefits match up very goodly against the... Uh, goodly, very well. Uh, I've trumped out very well against the weaknesses of West Coast. Well, that's if they play true to form, but both these teams have just been unpredictable, so anything can happen. Is so it? I'm picking the first draw of the season. Yeah, fair enough. I don't think it'll be the first draw of uh, Western derbies, though. I think I've got a feeling they've had some before. No, I can't remember. Um, but, I'm on Dockers. Yeah, I think the Dockers might just cause an upset, just based on Sandy. Um, because if Ben Mac- if McAvoy can take Vardy apart, then Sandy's just going to absolutely eat him alive. And Fife's looking poised. He, he's, he needs a big one. He's ready for a big one. He needs, you know, like we said, Selwood had 43 touches, and um, there's been plenty of other players that have had 33 touches and four goals and you know that kind of it. Mm. so Fife needs a, a big three vote game in the Ross Glendinning medal I think they call it um, Melbourne and Essendon 
Um, even when Essendon were up and about and Melbourne were tanking, um, Melbourne were always their bogey side. So I think uh, Jordan Lewis comes back for this one. Yeah, which um, they def- desperately need. Desperately need. But mm. it's uh, the ruck issue is going to Very come up Very much so. Although uh, Essendon have uh, Lewenberger. Lewenberger, but I don't think he played today. Yeah. Uh, who was their number one ruckman? Today? L- today? No, not today. But in, uh, in generally, Lewenberger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And McKernan does a fair bit mm. of it. Yeah, I'm McKernan. I, I want McKernan to do well, yeah. but uh, even without a number one ruckman, I think it's just going to be so difficult to counter Melbourne's strengths. Like, uh, you know, you've got Viney running around there. Um, he's looking in good form as well. Uh, Jones just competitive as all fuck. Um, Hogan should be back. Yeah, I think uh, he played, he played, he played, he played this week. Yeah, played this week, yeah. Play but he played in the wet. So if he gets a dry day, which is good chance he will at Etihad. Mm. Uh, Hurley Hogan should be a good matchup. It'll be a great don't. matchup. Yeah, it'll be brilliant. So I think it's going to be a very very close game. It's going to determine who kicks straighter. Um, but I reckon Melbourne. Yeah, I'm on the D's. I reckon I get through. Yeah, geez, I, I, I was going to say Demons as well. Um, Geelong. Uh, Hosting uh, Collingwood, um, are we taking any pleasure in seeing Collingwood go one and five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's little uh, things in life that you know really make a difference. So I feel there's little just bits of happiness here and there. I think Selwood and Dangerfield versus Trelaw um, will, will be good to watch. But geez, you got to back those first two, don't you? Yeah. Look, the thing that um, ironically causes the most joy is that Collingwood are a good side. Their their talent pool is exceptional. It's just um, not winning. It's and that's if you've got the talent, if you've got the recruiting right, you got to say, well, what's left? Well, the they've got, the big they've chair. got some talent, and the rest is what's left. Yeah, yeah, that that as well. Um, I, I think their engine room has been performing exceptional this year. Mm. Uh, yeah. like we said, especially with Trelaw. Yeah. and Adam coming, as well has been putting his his hand in. He's been good. Yeah, but mm. coming up against um, Geelong, mm. I think this one might actually get ugly. Yeah, I think so too. I think Geelong will. Do it easy. Um, they don't want to take their foot off the gas either, so this could be very ugly or and, very pretty, and, and depending on which way options. I don't see who stops Hawkins. Yep. Um, they're going to put, uh, what's his name, Reed, Ben Reid onto him. And I think, and Ben Reid's a good player, I don't, I don't mind him, but if, if Hawkins goes beast mode, nah, that's it. Mm, don't side bottom, it. I can't see him stopping you either, no. like stopping Hawkins. Um, the ruck battle, I think that'll split each way. I think Grundy is probably a better ruckman. He's better around the ground. He's had a great year. Yeah, he has. Um, really handy. But I don't think it's going to be enough. No. I think uh, when you've got Dangerfield and Selwood there, and plus, yeah. you know, Guthrie might have a day out. Uh, Motlop's actually showed a bit of form lately. A little bit, yeah. Which, and uh, Menzel's kicked some nice goals. Yeah. Motlop was a, a liability for the first three rounds, I thought, but yep. he's actually come good now. Yeah, some shockers. So he's probably due for another shit one. Um, well, on that basis, Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the Cats and it'll be a percentage booster. Yeah. I think it'll be a 10 goal plus. Cats, Cats, Cats. And the final game of the round, you got the two undefeated teams, um, the Crows and Richmond. It, Richmond can show that this year is not a fluke if they take it up to the Crows. Well, there's a slight chance of rain, so I guess it gives us a slight chance of winning. I'm going to say, that's that's good for Richmond. If it uh, mm. brings the school level down, not that's, bad. That's all we need. We're going to slow them down and, yeah. Turn into a team with Charlie Hustles. Yeah, all things fair. We don't win that game. But if we can get a bit of luck with some rain, and who, who a bit of luck fair? with some injuries, no way. <laughs> never, ever been in my vocabulary when it comes to footy. Because uh, never winning, so... <laughs> um, yeah, we need some help from from the guards. Yeah, well, so many uh, in in terms of players match up so well between Richmond and Adelaide. Like uh, Rance and Talia, who's going to be the the All Australian fullback? And then you got well, I think Talia's injured this week, though. Oh, has he come back? No, no, no. I think he got injured this week. 
Oh, I hope he's back. Um, but yeah, then you've got uh, the full forwards in big Tex. Well, and, uh, I can say Tex and Rance is going to be a great matchup. Yep. Um, mm. Well, Tex on Rance, and hopefully if we get to see it, Jack on Talia. Um, and then, you know, Nankovis versus Jacobs. It's going to be really good, actually, to see uh, where Nankovis is, is sitting. Because um, mm. Jacobs is probably the best ruckman going around at the minute. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, to, to see him against you know, some quality um, uh, opposition. Mm. Um, Betts and Rioli. Like stopping Betts is uh, the, the X factor, but Rioli's yeah. getting there. I don't know. Sean Grigg in the Rock is the X factor. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a few free kicks. <laughs> He's done very well out of those. <laughs> yeah, they can confuse the nominations. <laughs> it's going to come down to I think uh, like who, who do they send? Do they send Grimes to Betts? It's a tough I don't one. Know. I, it's nah. you ask every week like who do you put on Betts, and the answer is whoever we think we might have a chance. Like it, it might be two or three people. Mm, um, mm. Rotating and double teaming. Yeah, we've got like we've got some young people that won't be fast enough for this thing. Like we've got short. You got um, I got Macintosh. Still the fuck his name? Well, I can't remember now. Off the top of my head. The thing is, playing uh, back pocket now, you don't stay on your man. You have yeah. to run off them all the time. And Eddie Betts loves that shit. Yeah, of course he does. You run yeah. off him. He's running straight around to the goals. He only needs two meters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much a midfielder in the forward pocket. Yeah. That's what he mm, does. Mm. Um, you know, I think it'll be great to see Sloan and uh, Martin on the same field. Yep. Wow. Uh, I, I, you, you, how can you tip against that later home? Yeah, can't. Um, Don't call him that. I think uh, we need some help from the gods and we need Adelaide to be under, I'll say, 16 goals to have a chance. I, I can see Eddie walking out on the oval and just, you know, marking an X in that pocket and he just turned to the, whoever's on him and saying, I'm going to kick two from this exact spot and probably doing it. Hmm. Um, so on that note, I'm going to go Adelaide. Brave, brave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do us for round six. Um, you know, hit us up on the website and uh, Facebook and Twitter and uh, clickingballs.com. I think we've updated the website for a fair while, to be honest. Uh, have we? No. Uh, we'll get around to it one day. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter and, and Facebook. <laughs> All right, bye. Peace. Peace.